Hello and welcome back to the Sporting Nerd Podcast. I'm here with my dad today and we're doing our dream home run derby. Players from any era. Uh, shout out to, I, f- I forgot your name, but I saw it uh, on, in an article. For, it was like a screenshot of a post uh, and it was your home run derby. I forgot your name, but shout out to you. <laughs> and so without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, hello. Welcome back to the Sporting Nerd Podcast. We, me and my dad are here going to talk about our dream home run derby. So, uh, so start with honorable mentions. I'll go first with, I think, had one of the best performances in this year's home run derby. I don't think my dad will like it. But I have uh, uh, honorable mention number one with Julio Rodriguez. That's fair. He was super fun this year. Yeah. And he, the reason I chose him is because in his first ever home run derby, he became, he became runner-up and had 81 total home runs, which is a, uh, which is a, which is a home run derby record. So who do you have for your first? Uh, I mean, I've, all my honorable mentions are in no particular order. Uh, I'll do Babe Ruth because I'm not including him. Uh, I I have um, uh, next up John Carlos Stanton, who I've heard stories about him where he's he tries to hit the ball to uh, ground balls to second base, but ends up sending them over the left field wall. And he dominated in the 2016 Home Run Derby. That's why he's an honorable mention. So, question format wise, how many honorable mentions are we supposed to have? I have four. You can have one, two, three, four. All right. I'll do a, my next one is uh, honorable mention to Lou Gehrig. Uh, obviously, one of the greats, but uh, we're not doing greatest home run hitters. We're doing dream matchups. So, I left him out. I have uh, next. I have. I th- oh, I, I said I have four, but I actually have three. Uh, also in last year's home run derby, the winner, Juan Soto, uh, he has an average of 39 home runs per uh, per season he's played. He's only 23 years old and has 118 home runs already. Uh, he he is uh, he's gonna be a he's, he's gonna hit a lot of home runs in, in years to come. That's for sure. Yeah, my next uh, honorable mention is Willie Mays. There was a while where I toyed with having Willie Mays uh, versus Barry Bonds in like a dream matchup because Willie Mays is Barry Bonds' godfather. Uh, but I'll explain more about why I didn't do that later on. Um, I'll double up too since I've got uh, several more. I also have Alex Rodriguez as an honorable mention just because he had a he had some epic performances. But uh, not a fan. Don't really care to see him hit any more home runs. Well, he gets the Yankees there. Yeah, a lot of... Three out of the four, man. There are no Yankees on my list. <laughs> and two Cubs. Well... I didn't put a single Cub. I didn't put a single Cub. So, uh, who, I'm going to start with my eighth person. Current player.
Claire won the 2018 home one. Is that the year? Um, it might be 2017. Don't quote me on that. But uh, my eighth is uh, Bryce Harper. I he he uh uh Bryce Harper has hit 282 career home runs. He has uh he had 31 home runs at 17 years old with a wood bat against college students when he was 17 years old. Uh and also he he won as I said in National Stadium, or whatever those thing is, stadium, National Stadium, uh, in his hometown. I thought about putting Mike Trout, who allegedly won a prep home run derby left-handed in high school, but I didn't find anything that, he, he hasn't won a home run derby, uh, and I know it would be cool to see Mike Trout, but I feel like Bryce Harper is... A little bit better at hitting home runs at, in his prime, probably. So my number. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Mike Trout is. I was thinking about putting him on, but he. I I looked him. I looked. I researched him, and uh, articles were talking about how he doesn't really enjoy home run derbies. Like, so I, I wouldn't think he would want to do it. That makes sense. So my number eight is is Juan Soto. I think he's the best hitter in the game today. Uh, he's done you know well in the home run derbies he's been in, um, and a lot of a lot of it because you you build this as a dream home run derby. A lot of mine's about the matchups, and so I really liked him at eight because I I'm excited for him to bring down my number one. Uh, both because I just think he's his personality is everything that the other guy's not. He's so likable. He's fun, um, and he's just an all-around great hitter, which this other guy was too. So I'll hold off on why he's the eight because it's really about bringing down the one seed. If I was predicting like who's going to win, and I don't, I don't think we're doing that, but I, I'm excited to see him beat the guy I've got ranked number one. So Juan Soto at the eight spot. Yeah, for seven I have back-to-back champion. Uh, the 2019 and 2020 seasons, the polar bear Pete Alonso. He what as I said, he won back to back uh home run derbies, one in his rookie year, one in his second year. Uh he has 130 total home runs with uh of four with four seasons of with the Mets. Uh and he and I think he's one of the best home run derby hitters of all time considering how he like how just calm and collected he feels when he's just in there he also set a uh, single round record with 35 home runs in the second in the second round I think it was in uh, of last year so that's why I have him as number seven all right my number seven then is um, uh, throw back to the 90s am I in I think as you'd expect, people love what they grew up watching. I have a ton of 90s guys on my list. But uh, I think one of, one of the best to ever do it, Ken Griffey Jr., um, he won two home run derbies back-to-back. I want to say it's 97, 98, maybe 98, 99. Um, but that also speaks to – I've got two other guys on here, and they're on here because I wanted to see them 
Matt square off in a home run derby. And Griffey dominated the 98 home run derby so badly they they were robbed of a chance to do that. Uh, so he, I mean, I, he's one of the, I mean, he's one of the greats of all time. Uh, you know, if his knees hadn't gone out, who knows what he would have done. But he's also one of the great batting practice guys of all time. He, apparently, it was just a show to watch him hit. Uh, home runs and batting practice. So I've got him. I think he's also a fun matchup against my number two. So uh, again, I'll hold off on talking about that. Uh, for my number six, I went with Willie Mays, who has a career total of 660 home runs. He was in the era before home run derbies, so he didn't have any home run derbies to win, but he probably would have had one in the bag if they were home run derbies. So, uh, your six. My six, another guy from the 90s, uh, Frank Thomas from the Chicago White Sox. Uh, look, he was just a giant human being with so much natural power in such a, a sweet swing. Uh, he there. If you're talking about guys who can just blast the ball, a little Kyle Schwarber-esque, you just one of those guys who – it's a treat to watch the home runs. And I, you know, he was past his prime when I was really watching baseball, but um, I think uh, him being just a special hitter of his era, I wanted to make sure I included him because if it's a dream home run derby. It's watching dream home runs. And I think he's probably got one of the, the biggest, most powerful swings. It was him or Bo Jackson. And I went with Frank just because I, I saw him play more. Yeah, my number five is Barry Bonds without steroids. Because. <laughs> Do you have two Barry Bonds? Do you have a Barry Bonds with no, steroids and without? No. <laughs> but uh, pop, uh, without steroids, he's still a con. Or I don't know what the saying is, but. Away, first ballot Hall of Famer. Away from popular belief. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer without steroids. Had, if his career had ended where when he started taking yes, them, he was a Hall of Famer. He had 374 home runs before steroids. Before. That's like in that's in seven that's like in like seven years, six or seven years. Yeah, if if I mean the argument is always like a, he was a Hall of Famer before steroids. And I think what people mean is if he had not started taking steroids and his career had continued, he's an easy Hall of Famer. I think he's an easy Hall of Famer yeah. if instead of taking steroids, he retired. I mean, like he was that good before. If he had even been half that good the rest of his career, he would have been one of the all-time top five players in the history of the game. Obviously, he went on to be the all-time leader in home runs with steroids, and, and people can't separate the steroids from what he did. He's, he's one of the greatest to ever do it, and I hate him. He's one of the worst guys and he cheated so i hate that but he was one of the all-time best before and the steroids made him the best for what that's worth and to add on to that he did it because other people were doing it and he said if they can do it well i can do it so and then when he did it he did it 10 times better than the guys who were doing it so that also adds to why he's so much better than other people that also use steroids. Yeah, and I'm never, I'm never going to let that be it. Make it okay that other people were doing it. But you're absolutely right. He looked at guys like Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and was like, "If these chumps, people are fawning over them. What, what if I did it? You, you guys would be falling over yourselves." And indeed, they were. He made the year after they did it, and he uh, came out and hit a 70. Or was that two years later? Whatever it was. 
one of the most obscene seasons of all time. They people walked him with the bases loaded rather than letting him hit a grand slam. I mean, it just intentionally walked him. I should say, he, yeah, he was silly. He was the I think it was something like one out of every four at bats resulted in a home run or something like that. He was. Uh... Anyway, so that that is actually that's, that's a good transition. I'm going to do my five and my four together because they are what we were just talking about. My four and five matchup is number five, Mark McGuire versus number four, Sammy Sosa. So I, I guess 25, almost 25 years after the magical 1998 season that like lit me up for baseball because the home run race between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire was one of the most incredible things I'd ever seen. And it made just, it made people feel, it made me feel about baseball the way people write about baseball, you know, like the everything great about it. And I loved it. And it's like I said, it's almost 25 years later and I'm still not really sure how I feel about it. And I'm only now able to like kind of still enjoy it. Cause for so long it was like dirty and felt bad and felt like I had been, you know, like they were taking advantage of me, but no lie. That year was amazing. And the race between them was amazing because every day it was, who's in the lead now Did Sammy hit a Homer. Yeah. But Mark hit two. And it was just so exciting and that was the year that the home run derby, even though they were so, I think Sosa had a huge lead at the all-star break. It was still like, who's going to hit more. And it was so everyone was so excited to see them square off in the home run derby. And that's the year Griffey came in and destroyed everybody. So Sosa and McGuire never actually had a round together in the home run derby. So that's why I put them here at the four and the five for my dream home run derby. I want to see what I never got to see in 1998. Those two square off in a round. So that's my four and my five. Nice. Uh, my four is uh big poppy himself david ortiz he has won a home run derby and he has uh 500 and uh 541 home runs total and uh fun story about him when he was in the minor leagues he's he squared off in a home run derby against Kennedy jr and alex rodriguez in the minor leagues for like a uh, promotional event for his minor league team, they were gonna play them. That their team was gonna play the Mariners in a promotional game, but it got rained out. And when the sun came back out, it was too wet to play, so they did a home run derby. And David Ortiz ended up beating uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and Alex Rodriguez uh, in that home run derby. And uh, in the video. Alex Rodriguez was heard saying, I'm, I, I can't beat this. <laughs> so that's why I have him at four. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that that's awesome. Did, did you skip your five? Because I did four and five together. No, I, I did a uh, very bottom of my five. He was your five? Okay, perfect. So now I you go to your three? Okay, so my three is uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, I think... Whenever I think of home run derby, I think of him because he just dominated the home run derby back in uh, back in the nineties. Uh, I just he had a, a career total of six hundred thirty home run home runs, three home run derby titles, uh, and uh, yeah, I I think what like he just like screams like him, and I he, I think Julio Rodriguez. Is a lot like Ken Griffey Jr. He's like this. He's really good at hitting home runs, and he's like flashy and is. And he came into uh, 
Oh, well, we're having some technical difficulties. And we're back on. Still okay. recording. Still recording. And he came in and just dominated. They both did. Uh, obviously, Julio Rodriguez had a bad final round. It was a good final round. He just got outmatched by Juan Soto. But in his first home run derby, he became, he became runner-up. But and also, and then Ken Griffey Jr. also uh, dominated in his home run derbies, just absolutely like hitting monsters of home runs. And he did it with style. That's why I, I think of him whenever I think of home run derbies. Okay, my number three then is uh, former Cubs shortstop, uh, Giants shortstop. I think he was a Dodger for a while. Uh, Hack Wilson. And so when you when you think about guys who hit home runs, to me it's not just about how many home runs they hit. It's how many home runs they hit compared to how, what other people were doing. And I think Babe Ruth is always the most obvious example of this. He's out there hitting like 50 home runs when other guys were hitting 12. He seemed too obvious. And plus, I think – Hack Wilson is a tiny, he's like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, something like that as a shortstop. Uh, he had his 1930 season with the Cubs. He had 56 home runs. He had 356, walked 100 times, but 56 home runs. For comparison, let's go around the National League that year. The uh, uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, the entire team hit 86. Cincinnati Reds hit 74. The uh, Boston Braves hit 78. So you've got the shortstop for the Cubs hitting 56 home runs. Gabby Hartnett, his teammate, his catcher, Hall of Famer, hit 37. He hit almost 20 more than his teammate um, and only, you know, 10 less than entire other teams. So I think that's one of the single greatest home run hitting seasons of all time. And so for that reason, I wanted to put him in there. He's my 3-6 matchup against Frank Thomas. It's the least exciting matchup I have. I already talked about Sosa McGuire. But I am excited about the next two matchups, so I'll let you talk about yours, and we'll get to my matchups. Uh, I almost put Hack Wilson in for Bryce Harper I, I solely because of his name. I just – when you think of a guy who hits home runs mm. and, his, and his name is Hack, you think, oh, this guy hits the ball hard. <laughs> uh, but for my two, I have uh, Babe Ruth. He he's he hit seven hundred and fifteen home runs before the home run derby era. He went from leading the league with seven home runs and then to leading the league with thirty two home runs. Uh like the other players, I think I, I'm not sure, but most. Like he hit like thirty some home runs in a season when other people were hitting like four, like that. Like four was a good number for them. Uh, that's why I have him as number two, one of the greatest hitters of all time. Yep, that that's totally fair. My number two is I think one of the other greatest hitters of all time, uh, Hammer and Hank Aaron, um, and and just the model of consistency. You know, year in year out, forty plus homers. Uh, doing it against the adversity that he was doing it against. Not only was you know he a, a black man in the '60s and '70s and '80s, uh, not really so much the '80s. Um, you know, whenever when people were not rooting for him, he was going after the record of the great Babe Ruth. And so, I mean, you saw people turn on Roger Maris when he went after the single season record. Um, Hank Aaron had all that plus you know all the racial animosity of that era, and just you know a professional hitter day in and day out, year in year out. 
Um, and so I, I love the idea of Hank Aaron against Ken Griffey Jr. Um, just two class acts, two guys who did it very different style-wise. Aaron was so subdued and kind of quiet, and Griffey was so splashy and exciting, uh, but both just two of the greatest hitters who ever lived. So I love the idea of them going off 2-7. I could never pick who would win between them, but whoever comes out of that is going to crush Sosa or Maguire, the winner of my 4-5 or five matchup, uh, because they were fake and just doink hitters, and, and Griffey and Aaron were the real deal. Uh, and heading to my number one seed is also Hank Aaron. Uh, I really, I think he is probably the best home run hitter of all time. He, he hit 700 and, uh, uh, he hit 755 home runs, had a 34.3 home runs on average over 22 seasons. And he did this without steroids. He did more than Babe Ruth. And he did uh, not as much as Barry Bonds, but Barry Bonds only did like 30 more with steroids. That's why I think he's the best home run hitter of all time. Yeah, I, I can't, can't disagree. In fact, uh, Barry, so I put Barry Bonds as my number one, and I put Barry Bonds as my number one because I think uh, his 99, 2000, really 99 through 03 were you know five of the most dominant baseball years ever imaginable. And it's because he, he was one of the greatest hitters of all time with a bunch of extra muscles because of steroids and um but like the things he did that year those years were silly uh he was so good and his, the way pitchers feared and the way his fast hands got around he was it was just insane but he's also one of the just the meanest guys one of the worst guys in baseball and that's a we're talking about a league with Ty Cobb in it um, everyone hates him and so I made him my number one because I think it's there's a case for why he's the best but also I just wanted I wanted Juan Soto to beat him in the first round because uh, Soto's, you know, Mr. Smiley and Bonds is Mr. Grumpy. Um, Soto is the the young up and comer who could maybe one day even surpass him. I don't want to, you know, not projecting him to be the, the all time greatest, but you know, he's probably the best hitter in the game right now, uh, going off against one of the best hitters who did it the wrong way. So I just I wanted Bonds to get taken down in round one. That's why I made him my number one against Soto, who I think has the best chance of beating him. If we're talking like who comes out and wins, my thing. You know, it's not Sosa McGuire. I don't think Hack Wilson or Frank Thomas is beating uh, Aaron or Griffey, whoever wins that. So I think it's probably Hank Aaron or, or King Griffey who ends up winning mine because I don't think Soto beats him either. But um, that's why I set it up the way I did because in my dream matchup, I wanted Bonds to lose in the first round so I could laugh at him one more time. Yeah. So I I would think I, – I think for my first round, I say Hank Aaron would crush Bryce Harper by like 30 home runs. They, I think Pete Alonso pulls off an upset against Babe Ruth. I think Babe Ruth is a great home run hitter, but I feel like Pete Alonso is better against – is like a, just a better home run derby hitter in general. Just home run derby, he's dominant in a home run derby. Uh, I think Ken Griffey Jr. beats Willie Mays by just a little uh, – Pulls, pulls out, like, I don't know, like, beats him by, like, two or three. Uh, and I think David Ortiz beats Barry Bonds by, like, uh, five or six. And then probably Hank Aaron beats Pete Alonso. And I don't know about David Ortiz versus Ken Griffey Jr. That's a, that's a tough one. Ken Griffey Jr. is 
probably the best home run derby hitter of all time. And David Ortiz has won seven silver sluggers. I think Ken Griffey Jr. might win that, and he would go up against Hank Aaron in the championship. And I think Hank Aaron would probably win the home run derby, just considering he is probably the best home run hitter of all time. Ken Griffey Jr., the best home run derby hitter. And I would love to see them face off in the finals, like you would in the first round. So that's going to be our podcast for today. Uh, if you want more, like, um, I think if you want, I think I, I, I'm basing off of this, another idea, like a dream all-star starting lineup, AL versus NL of all time. Uh, not like the entire rosters. You can have like five, five extras, a, a starter probably, the starting lineup with a DH and then and then like two or three relievers. Okay, I have a question about this cuz I'm thinking about it already. I know we're not going to do yeah. it now. But what like guys who played in both leagues, do you, how do you different is it just I like I say if you whatever I th- I think you should do uh whatever year you're taking them from like their prime, so, take them from their prime. Hack Wilson, I'm taking the 1930 year. That's the year he was a Cub. He's a National League yeah. guy. Well, he was always a National League guy, but whatever. Okay, got so it. So, like, uh, let's see. Like, Mookie Betts. I would take him in his World Series year. Take, you're Red taking Sox. a Red Sox Mookie over Dodgers yes. Mookie. Got it. Okay. Well, that was fun. I look yeah. for, I'm excited to do that one, too. I'll yeah. be thinking about that. All right, thanks. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been the Sporting Nerd Podcast. Uh, we'll see you next time, probably with the uh, Dream All-Star lineups. Uh, so see you next time. Thank you. Bye.